it going? Hi, how are you? Hello. Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And <laughs> what do you... What? You spooked you so high energy so quick. Oh, yeah. And we're trying to... <laughs> For anybody who hasn't heard it before, like, if you listen to me before we start recording, I am, like, fucking on the ground, not moving. I, I watched. I was just staring at Jorge. And they were completely looked dead almost they simply just eyes were a million miles away barely and then just jumped up like you could see the light turn on i'm like oh my god like a power surge well it was also a bit of an uncharacteristic like sesame street info yeah. intro oh that's like, that is my intro i i'm always pepped up to see my good folks here <laughs> Very good and because you heard that voice, we are joined once again by our very special guest friend, Devin. Hi, I'm back. Hello. Did you miss me, faithful listeners? <laughs> and uh, Devin, have we ever actually asked you what your relationship with horror is? Did we maybe? Maybe you, you were the first one. You were, the, I have no idea. It's weird because when we started doing it, it was very Wild West. Right. And in what was happening. That last, anyway. Uh, <laughs> There is a, She's got some plastic. There's a naughty kitten. There's a pot. There's a this. studio cat. Yeah, studio cat's back. <laughs> studio cat's back. Um, my relationship with R is almost 100% because of Jorge. Uh, Oops. We were just... Noticing a trend here. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very afraid of horror movies as like a child and young teen. Oh, okay. okay. And then we became friends... And I also became friends with John from Eyes of Astoria. One of our another guest on the show, John from Eyes of Astoria, yeah. is what you will see if you go to the podcast people section to find yes. their episode. Yeah, you almost would have gotten that last name, but Brian will be bleeping it out. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just put from Eyes of. St- <laughs> cool. Should, we should definitely dub over from Eyes of yep. Astoria. <laughs> I love that. Say, wait one second. Say that again. From Eyes of Astoria. <laughs> Okay. Very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know we completely. Did. And we we just you know I had to watch horror movies because there was a bunch of teenage boys who said that they were watching horror movies and I couldn't say no. <laughs> it was simply I don't feel like it yeah. now. But you took it much better than other people who other sometimes when people don't like horror films they do the thing where they talk incessantly through, like they make many jokes that are not funny and it's just like oh, please because yeah. they're panicking talk. they're yeah. just yeah. like they're absolutely yeah. panicking. No, there were like, a couple. Movie, right? I I have a very vivid memory of at least once just surreptitiously sitting sideways enough to the movie that i did not look at it even once (laughs) wow very good strategy yeah so do you have me with goosebumps uh as a kid i was behind the chair as i (laughs) i literally kill roy just like this just you know eyes only over it just clutching the chair going i was front row and center i was literally going please don't go in the basement listen to the title they said (laughs) don't go in there so don't do it now brian did you watch anything else this week uh, I didn't have a chance to. No. Yeah, I didn't. I watched. I watched okay. all the Matrix films. Very all good. of all of them. All of them. Meaning one, also one through three and Animatrix and four. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can you can you give us a potential review for the Matrix Resurrections? I haven't seen it though. Yeah. So. No. I, I would just never a quick spoil. like a uh, our emoji like a very, num a emoji review. Very solid attempt at. Like not just rehashing, but like like okay. doing something new while still giving you all like the remember 
kind of <laughs> nice kinda giving thing. you the hit of what you need yeah right. yeah some very cool stuff in there um for me i honestly i liked it better than the second and third one so okay not a high bar but yeah That's, i mean yeah. yeah um it was able to step over which is good we talked about this yesterday but uh bears mentioning since keanu reeves came up that he did on live network TV Uh-oh. say that he was interested in making another Constantine oh, film. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I thought, I thought oh. you were going, he said on live <laughs> live TV this thing. And I, oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, like we got... <laughs> luckily, no. Another. He but would... yeah, he's, he was talking to Colbert and he said uh, he would the character he would love to play again is John Constantine. Hey, we agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he grew the beard just because he still looks exactly the same, right? And needs people to not find out that he's not getting any older. I mean, <laughs> he definitely it's had just... some some work done, but yeah. Oh, I did not know that. We're getting yeah, a little fine. off topic he's here. Whatever, yeah. yeah. He's an older There's no actor. topic There's to be on. wrong with it. Uh, the only thing I'm formally doing right now, it'll probably be the one of the very few rare times I do it, but I, I am doing a formal call to action is what all the influence, you know, how to win friends and that sort of thing for your social media brand say. You do a call to action. I'm doing it here because CTA it's early. CTA is what they call it in business. Fucking, all right, I'm going to CTA everywhere. Uh, Spotify recently added reviews for podcasts now. Oh. So if you are on, mm. Apple has had them the whole time, but we've never said anything. Right. But now that Spotify has them, whichever app you're on, either or both, if you're real true bloody streamer um give us a review i mean we would love ghost skull alien but if if we're not that i guess put that there and that's fine and i'll just simply shed a single tear every time i i read the review that isn't that goes it's okay or better than the last podcast i was listening to which i'll take but uh go do that because it also helps us uh get viewed and looked at because If you're just a weird floating nebulous podcast, the algorithms go, I don't, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah. And they throw you in the trash. Also, smash that like and subscribe okay. button <laughs> and download Honey. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Honey. <laughs> we could be, though. Get at me, Mr. Beast. Depends on, depends I assume on how many dollars. it's you who does it. Uh, you should, person. You should also review as an Apple podcast. That would also also help. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, uh, all of them. Go to Apple and then go over to Spotify and have a fake argument with yourself in the reviews comments. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be nice. I'd appreciate that, yeah. I feel like they always fun know I'm trying to double rating our they podcast. 100, <laughs> they get it every day. Oh, we don't, fuck you. You know, you know come on. Um, yes, either way. Right. But we have to, a movie today. Today we have an actual movie. On this, special, on this special Tuesday edition. Oh, yeah. This is a special <laughs> midweek Tuesday edition. Additional episode to the one that we didn't have yesterday. There was eight it's to 1,200,000 feet of snow yesterday for... For Virginia, yeah, roughly. For Virginia, it was a million miles. Yeah. No, I was on... I remember seeing part of the newscast that went... Breaking news, there's snow falling in the area, and I almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, really? That's the breaking news? Holy fucking shit. Um, Strange way crystals fall from sky. Face link! <laughs> Turn into water when touched. Og <laughs> confused. Yes, I have... Uh, poor anchor just sitting there. I've, furrowed brow. <laughs> clients in like minnesota or some shit that were just laugh and laugh and laughing at us uh but yes this yeah. this this week we are Hence talking we're doing it about the opposite of of cold burning oh, oh. nice segue 
Could have used a I little s- enunciation I s- maybe practice. I, I see. What is the opposite of burning? Wiener. Oh, it's freezing. 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 Fool. Freezing. Freezing. 2018. Were you going you to say like chilling or something? Uh, I feel like that kind of works. Yeah, we, it kind of works, but not really. Yes, but burning 2018. Colding. I actually been having a little bit of trouble finding it on our site. It's like on the last page of our That's site. I got weird. fucked. I got confused yeah. by that as well. Which is strange because it's a very popular film, I thought. Yeah. Uh, like a known film. Anywhere else I saw it. More known than those other Burnings Pop- that were there. Yeah, popular. That's for true. Okay, word, yeah. Because popular, I don't know. I know it was popular amongst like filmy people. Yeah. I don't know how that translates, to be perfectly honest. I don't. Because I'm neither a filmy person nor a person who knows much about what anyone else right. is doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like who's on the pulse of the yeah. other film yeah, I don't know what's yeah. going on. But this is the 2018 <laughs> one. I don't know what's going on. Uh, out of the three main actors, the one you'd probably know is Stephen Yun, and I yep. did look up his last name. Thank this you. Time. Yun. I okay. thought about that. And <laughs> he has an interview with Conan, where Conan tells a story about how even though they've been friends for years, it was like after their trip from South Korea on the plane back, Stephen Yun finally tells him like, "Hey, you've been saying my name the wrong. whole time." Oh, the whole my, God. oh yeah. my god! Which I thought was very funny, but yeah, so That's I heard it so directly great. from his mouth. That's a primary there source. Yes. There's no okay. like. Because even Google will be like, it's UN, dude. And I'm like, I don't that's trust even, that's... what came up on the Google search page. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I get that. That's absolutely true. Uh, do you have the other actors' names? Um, yes. It's um, Yu Ah-In and John jong seo I believe, is the other one. Cool. cool. I don't know which one is, is which. That's... <sighs> I'm just going to say more there's, Korean. There's, well, there's, now I got to stumble through more Korean The names. main characters are Lee Jong-soo and Shin Haimi. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then Ben. And then Ben. <laughs> Even ben Steven yeah. Young. <laughs> cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, you yeah, can absolutely. watch this on Amazon Prime for sure. I don't know where else because I couldn't, I couldn't, as I mentioned. I believe it's it. on Hoopla. 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 Fuck yeah. Brian. I just need somebody else has to say it so I can do the Hoopla of course. follow-up. That's all. What would you rate Burning? I, at first, was, like, watching it this second time, because Devin and I watched this a couple years, two years ago, year Mm. and a half ago, something like that, Mm. Um, and coming back to it, I was like, I don't know, maybe it won't feel the same, maybe whatever. I was like, at least Mr. Cool, because it's super good. Finished the movie, is Ghost Skull Alien. Ghost, Mm. easy Ghost Skull Alien for me. Mm. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm I'm struggling with this one a little bit. I think it's objectively good i i personally in my enjoyment of it have have a few things that it's like not critiques of it quality wise but like personal preferences and things right sure um i given i would say like going on the normal way that we do things where it is like for what the movie is trying to do i would leave it at a at a mr cool you know if i was like talking to one of my fancy cinema friends i'd be like yeah they're burning totally right Makes me think that that Mr. Cool in your mind is take, <laughs> is taking those sunglasses off <laughs> and sitting there politely smiling. <laughs> well, we originally Mr. Cool guy for us is a derogatory term that you use on somebody who's being Could a you Mr. Go, cool oh, Mr. Guy. Cool guy. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so maybe maybe being a little bit of a Mr. Cool guy, but no, I think you're it's, allowed. It's I was going to say, okay. I, Devin. Honestly, I think I also would go Mr. Cool guy because I think it's an extremely good movie. But uh, I don't know. I guess it doesn't strike me so strongly mm-hmm. as a ghost to be a ghost yeah. alien. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I think it, there's nothing wrong with it. Everything about it is extremely good. This is exactly. Sorry to interrupt, but this is exactly. My, that's why I completely understand. This is exactly how I felt during Better Watch Out. Mm, yep. Mm. Shannon and you were both yep, Ghost Girl Alien Easy, and I'm like, Mr. Cool, Shannon. but I can't say why it is. Like, <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. If it's if the idea of these ratings is like how much we're gonna <clears throat> recommend it, there's not that many people that I would tell mm-hmm. like you must watch Burning. There's like yeah. sure, sure, fancy cinema people, but even them, it's like if you're very specifically like <laughs> interested in this guy Ben, yeah. then it's like absolutely you must watch it. But or Lee Jung Soo, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly my thinking on it. It is like, I I would definitely recommend it to cinema people. I would not stake my reputation on it, you know? Like, I that's wouldn't be like, if I have to recommend okay. you one, I'm not so like saying you have to watch this one. I'd be like, yeah, you'd probably like this one. You're, you're I would feel extremely confident talking to any cinema person saying, I have seen Burning and yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah should exactly. you should you definitely, yeah. yeah. And you put your own sunglasses on. And yeah. yeah, but I might not. <laughs> yeah, I would not say like, this is the height of cinema. Right, yeah, right. Uh, warnings for this one. Sur- surprisingly tame movie. Very little happens. Um, if you have had any uh, bad relationships with like a narcissist, this mm. could be pretty, yeah. pretty triggering. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, psych- psych- psychological. Yeah. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. Just like manipulation, gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All that. Uh, if you're depressed, probably don't. Don't pop into this one. Give it a give it a little, give it a little, little. So you so you don't so you don't recommend this to film people then. <laughs> yeah, just, or, just like you know when you're not. I know when you're on a peak and not out of when you're in yeah, a valley. When you you're know? in a better, don't. Alternatively, as someone who loves to like hurt themselves when in a <laughs> in a depressive state, definitely this is a good one. If it's you're nice, like yeah. if you're in that cold, dry, like mm. feeling nothing state, this is a this is one. This will do it for real you. Good. Yeah. All right. The uh, the vibe of, of this of this film is um well Brian why don't you do the this film it seems like you should <laughs> All right. begging to get the microphone just please don't do this um it is it is, it is a very I don't say stark it kind of is camera like when I think of the camera work in this and the cinematography of it it is kind of stark real it like very realist like uh there's not a lot of there's a lot of long this dude loves oneers this guy loves one takes Mm. so fucking much because so much of this movie is like you're 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 watching shots and going oh we haven't cut yet oh my god like i haven't there's been no edits so far it's just all been didn't even realize till i was like reading about it after the movie (laughs) exactly like (laughs) well I, I don't think that that's <clears throat> a bad thing. I think that no. when you're when you're Correct. keeping your camera static, that's sort of what you're going for is people yeah. not and noticing even, that they're just watching two people talk. For I was so going to say even actual like like a heavy edited movie, unless it's doing something specific with it, the goal the goal of good editing is you don't register it while you're watching mm. the movie. Like yeah. you go, oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, I usually like, have to get told before people will be like nudge me like, "Hey, this is gonna be one take." <laughs> cool, thank here you. it comes. Thank you for letting me know. Well, I would they, not have even thought about most, it. Most, and I love a lot of them, but like most big one takes, you know, do like the fucking video game changing from cutscene to level like move where they're like, 
here it is, the one take, and like then they, it goes through. And I'm like, they're all really good, like but like fucking Bunraku, and they fight their way through that whole building. That shit was awesome. Yes, super right? sick. This is not Bunraku. That's <laughs> fucking for true. And Sadly, that's pretty true. Yeah, Shen was in the room when I was watching this one, and they were like, "Is is this movie really quiet?" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There was yeah. one of the points we had paused to discuss something, and it was in a oh, very yeah. specific scene, and I pressed play, and Devin goes, "Hold on." Can you check to see if the sound bar is on? And I just turn it off, turn it on again, click. Oh, okay. It's just really quiet. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was not that it was quiet. It was, it was silent. That, that was a the one scene in the entire movie that is 100% completely silent. Completely silent. Mm. There's <laughs> no waveform whatsoever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So kind of yeah. a little bit it's, of a... Yeah, very... It's a stark realist kind of... In terms of like what we're talking about with horror here, this is more... This is like a... I don't want to say subtler, but it's like a more low key, like Dead Ringers vibe. Like, yeah, that's where the but like even more low key, definitely, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is right at the very tippy edge of what could be considered a horror for <laughs> the it's, for, it's for not, this almost one. not even a movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would push back on that, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I do think it's a yeah, movie. Well, it's, it's marketed as a thriller, and like if you read the description, you think you know what you're going in for, which is like, what you know, like person meets meets uh, old old friend, but is now suspicious about their new boyfriend. Thriller, right? It is not that. I mean, not it that. is exactly what the plot is. That, yeah. I was gonna say that's an eerily accurate reaction to description of the plot. Do but. not think that that is the movie that you're getting. And like, I, I enjoyed. When Brian and I were discussing it yesterday, we mentioned like it's basically a slasher almost. It's just minus <laughs> all the slashing. If you took all of the action yeah. out of a slasher, it has like all the elements. We to in order to discuss that, we need we need to start popping into that that spoiler territory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we will toss off the spoily doily. Shouts out to Shannon. And then we will rub the central thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. Yeah, and I want to just like re go over that plot a little bit. Lee Jong Su is like the the main character that we start with and are mostly watching. Yeah, yeah, uh, He's a pretty much entirely. Yeah, yeah, pretty much entirely. Um, yeah, because we get everything through his. He he meets uh, Shin Hae Mi, who was like one of his fellow villagers when they were young. Exactly. Um, yeah, and she's like immediately shows interest in him, and. They sleep together, and then she goes. <laughs> they have incredibly. <laughs> we can go into I, the details I, of everything, but like, okay. <laughs> she goes off on a trip, comes back with Ben, who's played by Stephen Yun, and uh, is already dating him without having communicated anything to uh, Lee Jong Soo. Uh, so, who's what? Whether or not anyone's <laughs> dating anyone, that's very for true that's as well. In this yeah, movie. True. that's yeah. also true. What yes. their actual relationships are is not like a thing that's stated between any of them. Mm-hmm. That is fair. That is fair. But uh, Lee Jung Soo is obviously like upset about it because he likes Shin Hae Mi now uh, and starts suspecting things about Ben. Mainly that he is a psychopath that ends up killing Shin Hae Mi. Uh, and then we can get into the ending of that, but that's the, that's the general <laughs> idea. Yeah, and can. none of. Yeah. I'm being kind yes. of ambiguous about it because the movie puts it all forward like pretty. There's like very few things that are like concrete for this, sure. It is ambiguous, but I would say it's also there's no like it's not a great reveal. 
You know, you're not like, oh my God, she like, bum, what bum, could have bum. happened? It's like, oh yeah, okay. All signs pointed to the fact that this dude was going to murder her and then he did. I uh, actually, the from what I was reading, there is much disagreement on like whether, it whether actually, the ending actually even happened. Whether it happened? Yeah. They, if you look. Okay. Oh, I believed it happened. I thought there was going to be disagreement on whether. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's just bust right into this. Yeah. <laughs> so he's suspecting the entire time that Ben is a psychopath and like serial kills women of who like fit the profile of Shin Me. And they do a really excellent job of like every little piece of evidence he finds. It's just like, man, that really seems damning, but kind that's of, inconclusive. But not really. Exactly. True. We True. can't be sure of that. True. Uh, even though Ben the whole time is talking to him about like, yeah, I definitely Ben fucking is did Ben it, is dude. saying yeah. things that are so close to yeah. When I killed Shin Hei Mi, it was super odd. Or like, but you know, he like, always <laughs> uses metaphors just, and like, not, he's, yeah. he's always he's not even metaphors. He is just outside the scope where it's like, man, maybe he's just mm. a dick, dude, yeah. and like still definitely a psychopath. Yeah. But but yeah, like he might just be like I. Dump them, like you know, like I, I yeah. walk with girls and then leave them really just as easily on purpose and then move on. Yeah, like. totally. And so eventually, uh, Lee Jong Soo decides, you know, he's he's figured it out. The police are not going to help him, so he goes and he murders. <laughs> never ben. goes to the police. Yeah, never even he considers going simply. To the police. <laughs> I said decides. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Oh yeah, he decides because yeah. he, the police he does out. a lot of like walking around and thinking about what he's going to do. That's true. that's for true. Um, but he decides to go <laughs> kill, stabs Ben to death. Puts the car on fire, hence the burning, oh which also much more burning in the movie that we can talk about later. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, that's 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 the end of the movie, basically, uh, yeah. which and that there's a lot to talk about in that scene. But they did. And what, I know it, I know it's we're behind the spoiler configuration and we just said it. But <laughs> if you if you didn't hear that and haven't you, seen this movie, you should go back and watch it. First. If, you, yes. if you briefly blacked out <laughs> yeah. and just coming back in, stop. Don't listen to anything else and go watch the movie. I actually think this is one of those ones where it doesn't matter as much because like so much of the quality of the film is <laughs> like the cinematography, like the, the themes, like the, the mood, the yes. vibe, like what's going on. I do agree. But exact. like the, the first time <clears throat> you hit that very last scene. Mm. It is very intense. Mm. Yeah. And not. We didn't say anything. It's, there's no like, like lead up to afterwards. it. You know? Yeah. Uh, right. So the, the reason that people. Right before it, it's Ben putting lipstick on his new girlfriend. And yeah. then it goes to that. And you're like, oh my God. And yeah. she's either enjoying it or very much not enjoying it. A great. It. It is another wild. like. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She that that actress also did a good job she, in that in that particular scene. Yeah. Um, the reason that people say that the ending maybe didn't happen, like everything, they the agreement is that most of the stuff in the movie up to a certain point, yeah. definitely did definitely happen. Happens. But that right. at some point there's a divergence, and it's because I didn't notice it, but people are saying that when in the last scene before uh, Lee Jong Soo goes to murder Ben, when he's looking out the window, he's also writing in his notebook. Um, mm. With the yeah, there no, is no, there is a shot that you writing, said. The, he thought was yes. the ending. There's an implication that he is like the ending might be his him writing his novel that and is, like he's writing the yeah. novel oh, on himself sure. and like this series of events sure. and it's really just and that Ben is like ending just the psychopath right. and not a killer and like he's you know yeah he's doing that it all and that also novel. brings up that <clears throat> this movie is based on a story called Barn Burning by Murakami, mm-hmm. which effectively is the plot of this movie just condensed. Yeah, it's and, like half, yeah, pretty much like uh, three quarters of the movie. Ends there, basically. Uh, with it the, ends with at that cafe scene, just him going, Yeah, it, it was too close, and he goes, another year. Oh, that line was yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> Which line? It, it's basically, the ending line is just like, 
it's another year later and I or it's just it's just him going I'm another year older and I'm just like oh <laughs> yeah god damn it dude <laughs> like, I gotta be this fucking way <laughs> yeah the the film is based off of Barn Burning by Murakami which in turn is inspired by a story called Barn Burning by William Faulkner who is featured kind of heavily in mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. like yeah. uh Lee Jong-soo talks about how much he likes Faulkner Ben reads a Faulkner book um I would say neither of those are required reading for this. The Murakami. I think they're good supplements after you watch the movie. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mur- the Murakami is just this movie, but not as good to be perfectly honest. It's a really quick version of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like- and then the Faulkner is tangentially related and you can see how it was woven into the story as well. Exactly. It is a good movie. It also uses the N word a lot because it's Faulkner. Yeah, that was a a bummer. And I kept falling asleep, and I'm like, oh. I I got halfway through that story, and I was like, I'm not You know what? Never mind. It is an interesting one. Yeah, I was right. I read the synopsis. I think I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. It's It's Faulkner. Reading a synopsis is usually helpful. I feel like I'm going to make literature You're not sitting there in a sentence for half the page going, okay, wait, hold on. Where am I? How many commas have you used? Can you throw a semicolon here to help me out, please? And he's like, no, I simply won't. Yeah. So for okay, for Faulkner me, is good. I, I need to come here. No, to Faulkner, Faulkner is absolutely good. He's one of our great American writers. Faulkner is absolutely very good. If you're gonna it's read him, go read sometimes. the Sound of Fury and be more confused. I do want to. Okay. I want to read that. I do want to. I don't know what else had me wanting to read more Faulkner recently, but mm. I gotta gotta he's be able to read without falling asleep, man. Yeah, it's incredibly good. Uh, yeah. So that that's that is where I'm getting that from is like other people, and I I think the director chiming in and agreeing that it is like purpose ambiguous whether that ending happens or not i don't remember 100 percent. it's one of the and you you get this with the a little bit of the murakami but it's done much better and more like uh comprehensive here is this movie makes you do a lot of the heavy lifting mm-hmm. in intellectual like yes. narratively you're just like a lot of stuff is it's a great example of editing being the things they don't show you mm-hmm. like yeah it's it's the the quintessential thriller uh, vibe here of like a bunch of stuff happened away from us and we have to figure out what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's right in front of us too. Like the the cat thing. You don't you don't you never see boiler the cat boil. inside of boil just boil boil yeah. boil boil inside of uh, <laughs> Hey Me's apartment. And you're like, well, that's going to be important later. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, Ben has the new stray cat. And you're like, man, I don't, don't. know. I, there's, we we haven't seen the We don't know what like, it looks like. Yeah. Lee Jong-soo, we don't know, man. We didn't see the cat. Neither of us saw the cat. We don't, you don't know if that's the cat, dude. You, yeah. just, you said boil and it looked at you and walked over. That doesn't maybe <laughs> well, that, mean something. That that was the thing. <laughs> a, yeah. So the Shin Heimin, the the woman who is gone, had a cat. Uh, ben shows up with a cat soon after and Lee Jong-soo sees it and then it like gets out and they're chasing after it and Lee Jong-soo says Boyle which is the cat's name and it comes over to him and it's like oh but immediately I pause <laughs> the movie turn to my cat who sleeps in my bed every single day like is my best friend <laughs> like I went Marcy look at me like acknowledge in any way that you have a name yeah. and she went absolutely completely not. no soul yeah cats my, do not know what names my are. cat hollow would do the same thing and if a stranger walked up to her and said boil she would walk over to her. <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> may or may not if you've, if you've ever had a cat you know that it's completely inconclusive 
by far the most unbelievable part of the movie. Yeah, but it's, I, really but I I think it works, you know, because it's, totally. it's just like I man, also love yeah, it that knowing does. this information because yeah. But he also, what didn't work for me was that the cat never was never came out to him the many other times that he called his name. It almost shows that it's definitely not the cat. <laughs> That's a ambiguity. Yeah. Ambiguity. That's it's on part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like. I love the ambiguity in this film. Yeah. God, it's it's so all good. over the place. Yeah, and it's definitely. it's not just there. I mean, there's like many, many different places that it occurs. And I, I, I just more so think it's cool. And I like it when people like nail it. You know, they're like, I'm going to show you a bunch of evidence and I'm not going to fuck it up. Right. Because sometimes like people, yeah. the movie either lies to you or you find like a loophole where you're like, this doesn't make any sense because you didn't think about this. Yeah. It's, just it's nice careless and clean. or everything's properly ambiguous could be either way. Totally. And it's good. Yeah. I think that was that was pro. Yeah, and it's also at a certain point in the movie, it while Lee Jong Soo absolutely is looking for this evidence, putting these together. There, there's a certain point where it stops being about that. I think for him, on some level, oh yeah, because oh, of yeah. the whole actual barn burning conversation that happens, uh, pretty much in the middle of this movie, um, which, which like you see it in the Murakami a little bit and then you see it obviously a little bit in the Faulkner but like this movie does a great job of showing uh visually showing that desire being planted in Lee Jung-soo by Ben and his like the combination of his growing obsession with the Barnes and his search for uh his desire for reconnecting with Shinemi because at the same time in the movie, in the, the Murakami, it's a little different. He basically looks for all the barns around him. We'll mm-hmm. go in the conversation. Ben says he burns down barns. Yeah, literally, yes. quite literally. Because sometimes no, I right. burn green, greenhouses. 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 Which, I, it was great reading both of those books because in, or the short stories, in the Faulkner, it's actual barns. That's what yeah. the guy burns down for real. And you're like, cool, great. In the Murakami, he's like, I burned down barns. And every, and I'm like, this is set in, like, modern Tokyo for the time, but okay. Or, like, you know, the nearby, and the nearby neighbors. Okay, cool. And he's like, well, like, not big barns, like, little barns. Sheds, almost. And I'm like, you, then you can, you're shed burning. You're not burning a barn. Don't call it barn burning. And thankfully, this movie also goes, we're not going to put barn burning in the title. We'll just say burning. Yeah. And he yeah. burns greenhouses down and... I tells us all to uh, Lee Jong Soo. I really like that Ben tells him about the the greenhouse burning like right after not responding to Lee Jong Soo's long oh my god about oh, how yeah. much he hates his father oh yeah the whole issue with his mom and all that sort of like yeah and he's yeah, I mean, immediately like I burn greenhouses and it's like whoa dude that's you're what, a bad man that's the reason that I, <laughs> no I those characteristics of Ben are why I brought this as a horror movie because mm-hmm. he is horrifying. Because he yeah. truly is like a narcissistic psychopath. Like, he's, he's fully a psychopath. Yeah. He yeah. literally, every time he talks about doing an action, he talks about doing it because he wants to. He has no reaction or like relationship with other people's lives or desires. He only does what he wants. He only thinks about himself. He literally talks about worshiping himself. Like oh that, that when he cooks, he is making an That's offering right. to the gods and he consumes it. Yeah. Um, he also considers his decisions and actions to be force of nature and not something under his control. Exactly. Yeah. Which is very Which, cool. Man, a yeah. little bit of self-importance there as well. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like, I think he lays it on a little thick 
only the first time at the restaurant where he's like, I think it's when, really interesting when people cry. When he never said, I, I literally was like, yeah. huh? Yeah. We talk- yeah, 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 that's the dude, only. You got to let us ramp up to this, man. Like, <laughs> that is true. But it started in an eight and went just up to a 10. <laughs> I also kind of like that. I agree that that part is a little too strong. Yeah. But what I like about the movie as well is since it's shot so realistically and has a very small cast of very normal characters, it is like, what do you do if the girl you really like is becoming really good friends with a dude who's definitely a psychopath, but uh, you don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Like, how do you Mm. tell her like, oh yeah, you know that incredibly rich, cool guy who takes you everywhere and like buys you whatever you want? Don't hang out with him because he's got a weird vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shin Hei Mi is interesting. I mean, she, I, it made me really sad to like analyze the movie afterwards. And it's in my mind, Hmm. She likes Lee Jong Su, and it's probably not for good reasons, right? It's probably because of what she thought of him when they were younger, like in in junior high, particularly because he was sounds like he was probably cooler, and like he called her ugly, and like that probably fucked with her forever, right? Because she got plastic surgery. I mean, and then yeah. if that was even yeah. her, because there's some questions in my mind about that. Honestly, I can't yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, I get, well, she, I get it, but I just, like. <laughs> yeah, I won't go into that right now. But uh, she clearly is interested in him, and then when he's. When Lee Jong Su's picking her up from the airport, which he didn't need to do, right? Because Ben could have gotten the same guy who got the who brought the car for him to get him. Yep. I think Shin Hae Mi wanted him to go, and she clearly, uh, when Ben is like, "Do you want me to give you a ride?" Uh, Lee Jong Su basically pushes her in that direction. God, that scene was and so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, she's like doing just... the 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 very human real thing of like you keep looking over and like trying to think of a way to make it not. <laughs> That you want to go with him, right? But that you but like, can make it so that that's what happens. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the exact moment when she disappears is after uh, uh, Lee Jong Su is upset about her dancing naked, and he calls her a whore. Yeah. And then she disappears, <sighs> and then later Ben talks about how he was the only one that she trusted. Yeah. In the world. Well, he also gets a phone call from her phone number after she yep. she disappears. Mm-hmm. That's just like sounds, mm-hmm. like a butt possibly, dial, like yeah, the possibly moving the around. sounds of a scroll, or or it her could calling be her while she's getting fucking murdered. Oh it's, my god! It's either the while she's it's getting murdered yeah. or it's a butt Being dial. Moved or it's around. just a butt dial. Yeah, yeah. The, Ambiguity. Sound, the sound was perfect. God. Yeah, because yeah. it is just rustling and you're like. Yeah, I know that we're talking about the ambiguity. For me, 100% Ben did it. Like, I'm 9,000% confident that he did it. Yes. The the amount he... Well, it's also, for me, the amount he comes back on Lee Jong-soo in very small way, I'm like, 100%. I know it's all vague, 100%. There's one shot that is... I think it's also another meant-to-be-vague ambiguity. When he's in the city... And he looks up at Ben on the treadmill, and Ben fucking take you know stops, and he just looks down in the window. I'm like, you can see him right now because you know exactly where he is at all times because yeah. you've been secretly double following him because you're a fucking maniac and you love the idea that this guy is all into this. Like there, there is there is several implications that Ben like so Lee Jong Su follows Ben around for a while, yeah. trying to like maybe find evidence or figure out how to kill him yeah like piece together something ambiguous what he's doing but there are several implications that ben knows there's this scene in the gym 
there's Ben driving to an abandoned quarry and looking mm. out at it silently, which is definitely where he dumps the bodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is hilarious. <laughs> but like Lee Jong Su is following him, takes some weird turns, and then Ben comes around and is following <laughs> Lee Jong Su's truck. And then, you know, he there's some some hiding from each other and such. But it's like, dude, Ben, you know, right? You know that's his God. truck and you know that's him. He's gotten, he gets so close to him so many times. Like when they're in yeah. traffic yeah. and he's pulling up right next to him, oh. there's no way that Ben doesn't, has not like spotted the truck several times in all of these Definitely. many and also, months of pursuit. The, the the reason Lee Jong-soo goes up to his apartment and we have the scene with the cat is that Lee Jong-soo is staking out his apartment, which he has been doing obsessively for a while, it seems. Mm-hmm. And Ben just... <laughs> Calls him, asks him where he is. Lee Jung Soo lies, and then he knocks on his window and is like, "Hey man, what are you doing here? Yeah. I thought that was you. Like, why don't it's you my, come up? It's my it's favorite like, uh... part. It's my favorite because I, I think he's I don't I don't know the situation, but he's just like, where are you, Gangnam? Where in Gangnam? Let's see. And then it's just <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. Stop. <laughs> and like he has a bag of groceries, so it's he could have just been out, but also he might have yeah. just gone to the grocery store it, secretly and then exactly, brought the groceries yeah. back in order. It's like it's great. Uh, it it reminds me another so one of the ambiguous points of evidence is that that I don't remember if that point or a different point, but when he's inside of Ben's apartment and he finds it is that, yeah. Amy's uh, watch yeah. in the little. The, he has like it's it what kills me is it's in Ben's bathroom. He yeah. has a little drawer <laughs> that is either trinkets that ex ladies who've come over to his apartment have, have left, left in behind. the bathroom, which is a normal place to leave something by accident, or it's all trophies. the serial killer trophies. trophies. Yeah. And it's well but why would he leave them in the bathroom if they were his trophies? Because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. But he then, tells he tells <laughs> Lee Jong Su. I burn down barns. I'm going to burn one down right near you. It's so, so close, close so, that you might not even see it. Yeah. Well, that's that's him telling him that <laughs> he's definitely yeah, going to murder your say, girlfriend. There's no ambiguity. <laughs> yeah. There's no ambiguity of, I murdered your girlfriend, and then a month later, or I'm going to murder your girlfriend. A month later, I murdered your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's the, uh, uh, that's honestly the most that's, damning piece of evidence the, is that, that Ben is like, I burnt down a greenhouse, and uh, it was... Right under your like, nose. No burnt green. You house. were too yeah. close to it, perhaps. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god! Like, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. sick. But my thing with the uh, with the trophies, and he's with is, another girl. And he's like, he brings one, going, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> he just talks about it right in front of her, too. Right in front of her. <laughs> they have a very intense conversation where she's just off camera. <laughs> she's yeah, right she, there. She's standing right there, just watching this man have a conversation with some weird guy. With a guy who showed up. Yeah. Like, and then he's like, "Cool, lady, we're gonna go." In my Porsche and drive away. I'm going to continue saying cryptic, scary stuff (laughs) to my friend right until we leave. But my thing with the trophies is uh, I'm not saying why would he keep them there as in that's so sloppy. I'm saying like why would he want them there, right? Oh, as in why are they specifically in the bathroom? Like why did he choose to put them in the bathroom? uh, I assume that he at least has a personal bathroom and that's the guest bathroom is my my guess, you know, in that nice apartment. So why wouldn't it be in his bathroom, right? Like that's very unclear. Uh, there is, I don't know, a, but I think I, mean, it, I think it still works very, very well. It works oh, super well, and yeah. it might just be a where in this apartment can Lee Jung Soo possibly go and right. not be in sight of Ben while opening his drawer? Exactly. Exactly. Like that's not one of the things I want to think about. You know? Right, exactly. Sure. And you know, like during it, you don't. But yeah, I got you. No, um, I was. There is also the the thing I love about that to talk about cinematography with it is uh, we were we were Dev and I were discussing this of just like. 
in any other movie, even if it was very good or even if it was very clever, a lot of like this shot with that, because it's like the big piece of evidence that kind of gets the suspicion going and then Boyle is like another confirmation for him sort of thing. But like yeah. the the watch is like an evidence that he's like, mm. oh my God, I saw this sort of thing. Um, in that, we were like, this would have been a big, like there would have been a music sting or like a zoom. Or even if you were very clever, you would have the dark shot from inside the drawer and then you open it up to see his shocked reaction <laughs> to what he saw. Like you would have a, like something like that. And this movie is very like just... medium shot of the drawer opening and there's the watch they also fuck god damn it like right before or not too long before that he's talking to one of Hamie's ex-co-workers and she also has at least a very similar watch he look i was he looks it over and i was like yeah Yeah. which is like to throw more doubt like well the watch throw everything into question the watch was one at the very start of the movie at her job so yeah no it makes sense that she'd have right. another one but it, it's also like man yes there are multiple of those watches yeah, like it's oh, a totally. yeah. popular watch it could yeah. be somebody, could be somebody, else's, somebody else's watch you know she could have Absolutely. like the the co-worker could be wearing Amy's <sighs> actual watch and she could have just left because she's of on credit card debt massive and search all for years. life we, and just lost the one boy that she trusted oh i was just gonna say credit card debt like everybody else says <laughs> the uh, the implication to me that she didn't just leave on a trip is when she goes on her trip to africa she leaves her room a mess and it's just like whatever. And, and then when she, when the Lee Jong-Soo thing. is looking for her, he goes to her apartment. It has been cleaned yeah. fully as if she's going on a trip, but also her luggage is still there. Oh, which was I another, it's another blink yeah. and you miss it. Like it's it in is. the background. There's no, again, there's no like it's just open the closet like, door. Ah, it's just, he's just wandering around the apartment, like looking at stuff and he opens a door and we can see her, uh, her suitcase right there mm. and he looks at it for a second and then he closes the door yeah. and it's like dude he definitely did it yeah. oh my god my thing, my thing was not trip it was like leave forever you know, yeah, yeah. Cat. oh no, sure, like, sure sure either way it's like you, you know, would need a thing to yeah. hold your stuff yeah like, yeah, yeah no the lie right? didn't yeah. know about the luggage that is <laughs> not good for the luggage bed. Equation. not good for, not good for <laughs> well i mean him going i murder people for fun including shanae me also wasn't it was pretty damning for him as well you think he he met that? It was it. Does that mean that it was two months after Hami went missing that uh, Lee Jong Soo sees Ben with the other girl? It's about. He says it's, it's like been a about month a month so, since yeah. I saw her. Like there, there is some conversation in the uh, Lee Jong Soo anal- like investigating Ben basically mm-hmm. that implies like yeah, it's been a couple of months since she's been gone. Yeah. At this point. What do y'all make of Shin Hami's search for the meaning of of life and her her great hunger? extremely sad yeah it's quite sad <laughs> it's a massive bummer but I, there's yeah. a extremely good very sad yeah it's like one of the things i was like reading about it that is one of the higher like big central themes in like all of the characters within yeah. this but I, I have a little bit of trouble like parsing it out well that's what it, that okay. is another thing that i like about ben is that it seems like ben has everything he's completely confident he's super rich he does this thing that like actualizes himself by murdering people mm-hmm. and burning down greenhouses but it is also such a strong implication like he's the one who's the most hungry he's mm-hmm. gatsby yeah. one they call yes. him gatsby yeah. and he's just like he doesn't feel anything he doesn't have any real friends it seems mm-hmm. he just does this thing because he can't stop 
I kept I kept he waiting for. He has to for... keep a pace for it. Like he yeah. specifically is like that's a good pace for me. And yeah. you're like, oh my god! Once the absolute need builds up, he does this yeah. thing yeah. again that releases that the alive. pressure valve to yeah. fucking. I I really really thought that all of his friends together and maybe maybe we just didn't <laughs> oh, find we were, out yeah. we were also Lee, discussing this Lee yeah. Jong Soo left early but it was they were gonna eat the girl all together right <laughs> <laughs> they were all gonna eat her together I was there was definitely a conversation that we had where it was like so do they one hundred percent know that or Ben f- kills these girls or do they just really like watching Ben bring these dumb girls and like laugh at them because they're rich. It might be just a dinner for schmucks situation. I think it is just a dinner for schmucks thing but it is also just like y'all rich people know that Ben's murdering them, right? Yeah, there's, I mean, there is like a whole like class thing there, right? <laughs> they because can't know because they're too busy murdering other people. Lee, yeah. Lee Jong-soo wants there to be an issue because he wants some way to become like the working class hero against the rich boy. Totally. Like that is like a big undercurrent I see, as well. I see. That's why I, I, it is like, to and talk that, about Lee Jong-soo for a second, I thought he was a fucking scumbag from he's the get-go. a little get-go. bit of a scumbag. A yeah. little bit, but yeah. He I just, th- the way that he treats he Shin Hae-mi, like... That's I mean, totally. And we were talking about this with the, in terms of like Shin Hae-mi's interaction with toxic masculinity is from both sides. Like oh, yeah. they're kind yeah. of sides of the same coin where Lee Jong-soo or yeah, Lee Jong-soo for all of his failings, like his inability to communicate mm. when he's like, you only whores undress like that. Why did you undress that way? Like that sort of like negative things that he does. Like he does seem to care about her. Clearly, I think he does clearly because in the scene where she's passed out right after the dance, there's a specific way you can tell the difference. Ben, they're both carrying her like a dead body. And I'm like, okay. Um, But Lee Jong-soo, when she drops down, he's like covering, he's doing the thing. He's like getting her ready for everything. Ben is laughing and giggling the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, what a funny thing. And he's like, she's fucking unconscious. Like, I know she's passed out from weed, but like, dude, what the fuck? Like... I don't know. It's just a visual. It's just one thing in the movie that I can. I would say for evidence, but yeah. yeah. Given that this is like a movie about a about a straight relationship, to be perfectly honest, (laughs) I would say the implications are that he has real feelings towards her. Yes, in a toxic male way. His expression of it—that's what I'm saying—is like he his external his direct relationship with her is not said is poor it's bad he is not nice in a lot of those ways he's nice to her sometimes I, that's what I'm, like yeah, yeah. he no, can't he has a tough time that's why like he's a real person who has a tough time processing certain things and takes out those hang-ups or issues on her verbally like with mm. what he's talking about whereas ben is the seemingly on the outside nice smiley like whatever enjoyable kind of boyfriend and murders her. Yeah, like, it's also it's to, to to me it's not it's not just the two. I've, to, he also I thought, negs the shit out of her on that palm reading scene. Uh, He's like, that's why I you'll never be happy, readings, and you'll never readings. be like. That's why you're always looking for something. But then he never... takes the stone out and gives. I thought it was cute, honestly. I thought it was cute. I, <laughs> yeah. if, I'm gonna oh do my that. god, you're gonna fall. You're gonna get killed. Super. You're gonna get disappeared. Super hard. If I was drunk and sleepy enough <laughs> to not have noticed when he said he never cries and he's never <laughs> felt sadness, oh, yeah, yeah. which then. Yeah. 
Ben would have got me for a good long <laughs> Hook, while. line, and sinker. You know, I mean, he's, he's said a million things like that. You That's know, like, thing. off camera, he was probably saying that shit every fucking day. That's the day. thing. He, it definitely would have been, like, <laughs> a two-week thing where I was like, oh, okay, I can't, I cannot. Yeah. But Is I it because he like, was a little Porsche boy? He's so handsome. It would have taken like longer than you. Giving me, he pulled a little rock out of my heart because, yeah. you know, I'm so sad. Like, I mean, wow. he was a real psychopath, like, where he yeah. does, like, not even, like, understand how to, like, properly. He's not a movie psychopath right yeah. he just says weird shit and has trouble mm-hmm. probably keeping relationships with people except his weird cannibal yeah. friends and like fully <laughs> I love just letting them be cannibals with no objection so, well the movie never said no the movie never said it's not what happens Every, everything that he does is <sighs> so clearly like put together to be appealing to right. other people yes like but Lee Jong Su, what I want to talk about yeah, is the please. jerking off thing, which they repeatedly have, ah. and then his weird behavior during sex. I'm not saying yeah. that he doesn't think that he really has feelings for Shin Hae Mi. I think he just, it is like feelings of want of possession and like sexual frustration. Um, and it's more about that. And like he makes this whole like white knight situation in his mind with Ben when he, you know, he's not he's not a psycho killer. Right. But he still even if he could just date her and there was no drama to it, he would probably just like move on from it. Totally. I think. OK. Like and it there's very much. And this is something that's not in the Murakami, which I really like is in this movie. His relationship with his parents is completely terrible. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very clear very like, his dad has extreme anger issues, like is going to prison for assaulting someone because he couldn't keep a handle on it, drove his mother and sister away. And then later we meet his mom and his mom's just like, no, I don't care about you. I know I haven't talked to you in six she, years. I was going to say, she left you when he was fucking me money seven or whatever. Yeah. Still can't get off the fucking phone. Yeah. Just oh like, my God, I didn't. I hated that scene so much for that. Like, Shin Hae Mi is the one who talks about her great hunger. It's mentioned that she has no friends. It's Mm -hmm. very clear that she's extremely depressed. And I do think that it's unfortunate how little we get Mm -hmm. building of her character Mm -hmm. in a really, in a complex way. She's sort of like the, (laughs) she's like the depressed version of a manic pixie dream girl almost. Yeah, yeah. She Um, really, she doesn't have much time. She really has to put it all out there, like, very directly. yeah. Um, <laughs> she's but, the most impressive because we're like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. the pathological lion is also a, a hugely interesting trait of hers yeah and what I also, also have trouble understanding fully like what the meaning of all of it is especially with the well where his mother I mean, does I also re- took that, remember the well but I took else that doesn't. the same ambiguity as totally. a lot of the other evidence is a lot of the idea is like she hasn't spoken to her family family mm-hmm. in years is yep. the understanding because of credit card debt and all those sort of things but like I the lying thing being brought up I'm like yeah maybe but I still think this well thing is real but I don't know because of how it's putting together but it's very like I think the well thing might be a metaphor sure that's what I'm saying I felt like there's some I could feel some significance there and I'm like I don't I don't know what it means well I think I think a lot of it you don't need to read you know if you if you read into it purely is like symbolism it's like sure you can, but you this is so ambiguous that you can make a lot of you could just yeah. Mm. For me, it's more just thinking about like why would this extremely depressed girl talk to this guy who she has reconnected with from from her childhood about being trapped in a well and how he saved her? Hmm, maybe because she feels oh, like there's a lot of inter- uh, there is a lot of like <laughs> there's a this movie is a very good example of that gut feeling when you know you're in a bad situation like. You yeah. sitting there going, 
this isn't right, but not doing anything and like letting it still continue. Exactly. Like, but she's, yeah, because then it makes sense very when, she's, horrifying. when she's mad at him for not remembering because it's like you're mad at him for not understanding Getting what that was she, he should be asking her out. Being right brought now, up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah. I like that that interpretation of it. I, I also did with the whole like the whole well thing and him looking for it was just I, I did like that as a visual thing of how easy it is to disappear someone even without like there's a murder that's very clearly taken place, but like even or to not. her <laughs> Ben does the equivalent of OJ's if I did it. You know what I mean? Like definitely, he fucking definitely. verbally yeah. writes that book and goes, ah oops, I don't know. Um <laughs> but if or if not a murder thing. took place, the idea still that's what I'm saying. Like, but you are right in that even if it didn't take place, is her parents were already or her family was already like, there wasn't a well, there wasn't whatever, and it's like him searching for traces of a person but because of the way people were interacting and together and the separation of it is just like there's no one it might as well be no one there like and like i was craving more uh it's just sorry i was thinking about him looking for the well and like the greenhouse and everything i'm just thinking about how like i was i could tell i was craving more action in this film because the time i was most excited was when he started running every day yeah. looking for the greenhouse i'm like man he's gonna do it he's like becoming the hero of this narrative <laughs> just like oh you're never gonna find that fucking greenhouse are you man and then ben is just like yeah man i fucking killed her. <laughs> like, it's like oh shit um but i i was thinking about is the uh the way that this this movie's relationship with class which we talked about a little bit there is mm. very much like i've never been to east asia i don't actually know anything but it is definitely this parasite and some other korean films seem to be implying that there's this really stark class divide and a lot of bad feelings amongst the the lower class mm-hmm. and like each of them seems to be so completely torn apart from one another due to money mostly and very alone not able to like maintain human relationships and then there's just these incredibly rich people who can do whatever they want and it's like ooh. yeah there's a there's there's another part that i I couldn't find more information on is like there's some significance i think they were missing culturally with the fact that the farm is on is right next to north korea and you can hear the north korean propaganda specifically talked about in the film Mm -hmm. I don't know what the significance yeah, is. Yeah, we're not going to. But that's also important. So, you know, watch out for that. The movie is pretty deliberate in what it does. So, yeah, yeah you figure there's some meaning to it yeah. that we don't know because USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that Canadian propaganda that they blast across the border. <laughs> when you're in, in Detroit and you can hear. <laughs> Come on over if you'd like. <laughs> they be like. Free healthcare. We're having a s- <laughs> our milks and bags. We're having a sale on healthcare. Zero dollars. Two bits. I don't know what to tell you, man. Milk in a bag works. We do that shit in Peru too, and it just it just. Works. I gotta yeah, try. No, I gotta do. try it. I we know it's it. just milk. We do it in uh, we do it in India too. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Comes from a bag, basically. Being into a bag, it's, it's that's natural. For true. Place. That's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. It's not <laughs> skin flesh bag. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh. But post in the comments if your country also puts milk in. Bag. Post in the comments if you put milk into your flesh bag. If you, oh, that's goodness. what you do every time you drink milk. That's what I'm bag. doing. Yeah. yeah. 
You're the only one putting. I'm correcting. I'm correcting America's mistake <laughs> by putting it back into a From bag box where it belongs. As intended. <laughs> what a disastrous thing to talk about. <laughs> um, I just want to finish off on like fleshing out that murder scene a little bit more because there's mm. like a few very interesting things there. Uh, one, I, it, I just love that the truck passes by. Oh, yeah. Just because that adds an incredible amount of tension to, like, he seems not anymore in a rush because of it. And I'm like, dude, you need to get the fuck out of here. He does the most paltry, like, low effort of disguise. Quickly, like, get that knife off the fucking ground and then just stand there. (laughs) Sorry, the the knife thing real fast. Did you notice that the... You had to notice they focused on it. His father has, like, a giant knife collection, right? Yes. And he there's a part where he opens it. And stares at it. There's a yeah. brief, there's one yeah. moment with it. Yep. What does that have to do with anything? I think that's just him wandering through his dad's house and seeing the kind of dude his dad is. Um, I don't remember what time when it takes place in the movie. I think it's earlier. It's, it's right it's, as he moves out to Baju. Yeah. Oh, it's really, okay. It's really early. There. I mean, there's always. I think the whole movie is also, you know, briefly touching on because this is also in the Faulkner thing about like the generations because that's a mm-hmm. father and son relationship that's yep. being discussed there with the whole barn burning and everything like that and it's i think it is him not confronting but looking at that penchant for violence and that anger in his father that yeah. might also be in himself sort of thing like yeah, just a little moment of that cuz his face when he looks at it is just sort of like yep yeah, 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 it's sort of like I think what it is is that I know it's normal to not maybe normal, but it's regular to have that that kind of collection in real it's life. It's not why yeah. exactly, but in like, a movie, it's always like that dude kills people. Like they don't check show off you night the, collection. the yeah, knife like, collection yeah. unless that person kills people. You know? <laughs> well, we in do a movie. get it is Chekhov's knife collection because, because he does we, use it to murder. He does back. use it to murder. Back. But oh. also, I, I think. <laughs> Yes, what a He's just got a different knife. I, uh, how do he you know at, he got it from the? <laughs> he looked at this giant and collection went, of knives right in his ass. I'm gonna go to the kitchen. Anyway, I should probably go to a store and buy a new knife. And get built one from Shinmei's apartment. No, he totally could have. You're right, but it is also just <laughs> such a. I love the idea of that though. A, a commentary on the movies that you watch. Yeah, that you see a knife collection. You're like, oh yeah, that guy's murderer. Murder. Yeah, cool murderer. Murder. He's yeah. killed one with every knife. Each, each <laughs> yeah. knife is used to being killed. So yeah, to kill someone. It, it, try to find me another movie where there's a knife collection that is focused on, and the one of the people involved in that is not a murderer. <laughs> isn't, I, even this movie doesn't. Even this movie doesn't <laughs> totally preclude that. <laughs> yeah. Say the person who owns the knife collection. Oh okay mm. okay okay. Well, I mean, his dad gets fucking sent it. Anyway. Yeah, but the back, back to the back to <laughs> yeah, the, the actual the maybe murder that happened here. Yes. Chef. Uh, does he have a knife collection? Probably. He's a chef. The I watched movie? the second I've, half of that movie. That I've, movie, I've, I've, movie has, I've like, never no watched conflict. that movie. Cool. It's crazy. Oh, I've, never, awesome. I've never seen Chef. Yeah, I just assumed that since he was a chef, John he would Pepper have a bunch had of to have knives. shown a knife collection. <laughs> yeah. I kept waiting for the conflict to start, and then the movie ended. <laughs> I was in the second. They I told me that it. all the conflict got out of the way in the first half. And then uh, I, I have no qual. I, I am excited for that movie because I hear a grilled cheese is made in that movie. And a very I'm, nice grilled I'm cheese. A big fan. Exactly. I've, I've I hear it's very two, delicious actually. looking. I've seen the very sexy. Um, what is it? Pasta, olio, aglio, yeah. pepperoncino scene. They yeah. make some quite good looking food. In it's there. almost yeah. like he's a fan. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like that's all the chef yeah. fucking. John that's all he wanted to do. But we're not talking about chef. We're talking about horrific maybe murder. Uh, the the he the stabbing and then the hug. Do I want to talk about that hug? hug. Got that hug also. Well, 
this is not damning because if this is the novel, then anything can happen. It makes sense. But the because the hug to me was like I did I did kill her. Absolutely, yeah. it was like I not only yeah. I killed her, but also thank you. Like, like I am gonna try to get away. Very but much for a, a final connection. Here, it's like yeah, you should have done that. Well, because the hug happened once. That happens once he's at the car with him. So oh, there's yeah, no right. like he pushes right. him first, stumbles yeah. away, and then Lee Jung Soo walks over, hits him again. And he's like, yeah. okay, it's so, like, thank God. Okay, it's over. Thank God. Like, and I, I took it as a thank you not for stopping me because I don't think he had any intention of. Like, no, 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 It was just like, a, well, thank you for this, this moment of human connection. Yeah. Which thank, is the only way he, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for connection. And also for me of just like, thank you for making me not be alive anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know that it seems like Ben has any connection with being a human being. Yeah. <laughs> so then well, he's I like, cool, he, great, I'm out. He's like, fine. I think he legitimately liked Lee Jung Soo. I don't know why, yeah, but he seemed to actually like him. And then I think this is just like this still means nothing to me that you're murdering me. And the I, times, I still like you, thank you. It's fascinating. I yeah. think uh, this is my thing about this. I think the time the times he perks up with him is especially when he he says I burn down greenhouses, and then Lee Jong Soo doesn't just no sell it like Ben would with his fucking whole diatribe. Mm-hmm. He goes. Like, tell me about it. He's like, I want yeah. to know. And he's like, oh, really? And that, like, then he tells the whole thing. Like, I don't know if he specifically wanted that to happen. Because I don't, I mean, it's up in the air with him. But, like, I think he saw that bit of the fire in Lee Jong-soo and was like, "You, oh, you want to you taste the real? Okay. Like, and even, con- even that's why the, he leaves the light. Like, even he leaves the that, lighter there. He does all this. Like, Ben is literally, like, asking to see him again. Yeah, precisely. Like he's like, always the entire time is interested in hanging out with him for some reason. Maybe the fact that he's from the beginning, it might actually be the fact that Shin Hae Mi said that that was the only guy that she trusted, and he yes, and she has this great hunger, and he's wondering if like he can somehow get the the, the satisfaction from that same what, relationship. You know? And, and yeah. conversely, it's the I think it's fascinating to watch people cry. It's like, does he just want to watch this dude? Like he wants to see. He's, he's, he's kind of driving. He thought that. it would be fun to see how he reacts. Yeah. Like it's like it's very ambiguous. And Stephen Yun, 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 Yun is. I, I don't think we've talked about it. He's fucking amazing I in this movie. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> he's Every, so good. Everybody in this movie is incredibly so good. Stephen Yun is on another fucking like. Yeah. Holy! I was gonna say it is fun to watch a an actor turn the charm off, <laughs> like to be able to see him. Because there are times, like, he obviously I keeps found it him on. irresistibly charming the entire time. Yeah, but, like, irresistibly charming in, like, a... Yeah, but in such a... I would not say a, the whole time, but, yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, in such a... Oh, my God, you're going to murder me. Shark like, with, yeah. like, That's yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just like, no, you... Somebody needs to be watching you, but you're still quite charming, man. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's like if you... <laughs> You said shark, and it is like if you like Shark Week, like watch this because yeah. he's just cold, dead, dies. Yeah, get a dead eyes. There was there the one, <laughs> there were two. There are two parts for me that I'm like, oh, I know you're a, not a monster, but I'm like, oh, you are. You don't have feelings. You don't believe them. Is the fucking one where he looks when uh, Shinami is doing the dance from. Mm-hmm. She's doing her show and just tell to the fucking scene. zoo people, like the awful rich people zoo yeah. scene oh, of show and tell when she's doing the like not the oh the, that's an incredible scene yeah uh, her actual great the, the hunger, topless dancing yeah. scene is of great significance i don't really have anything to say about it but yeah it's just, it's just incredible and i love yeah. that it doesn't it never shows them and then she does disappear at the end like she does get what she, she gets what she wants at the end of it because the camera 
moves mm. off of her just into that multicolored sky of the also sunset. Looking I'm like, over at North Korea. Looking over North Korea as well. Um, means something. Means something. <laughs> but um, there's two scenes. One where that's happening, where she's doing the, she's with the friends, and Lee Jong Soo looks at him and he fucking gives this like half smile, like, hmm, like thing. And just like, I'm like, yeah, oh my God, oh, you don't I give know. a fuck at all. You're not even like pretending to pretend to care. Yeah. You're just like, hmm. It's like, this is weird, right? Like, <sighs> yep. I know that look. He know? was yeah. there. And it's like, he was there in North Africa with it. Like, there's presumably yeah. a level of connection. He's like, I don't give a shit. And then outside, he's just, they're, they're talking. And there's a great use of focus here where the two of them are, uh, Lee Jong-soo and Shanae are smoking pot. And they're like having fun. He's like cough, like, <laughs> and coughing stuff. They're in focus, and he is completely out of focus. Mm -hmm. Like, he is just this fucking nothing. Like, barely human, you know, can't even see details on his face. And you can just, when it does focus in on him, he's like, no. He doesn't care. He's nowhere. It is like like they're both two actual humans looking for meaning in life, and he is this horrible ghoul that has decided (laughs) to try to suck it. Because he's also looking, but he's trying to suck it out through that. Yeah, like, maybe this blood will. (laughs) I know I did just talk about not always needing to look at symbolism <laughs> but, but there is a big relationship with the direction north in this movie her uh, yeah. Yeah, her, yeah, yeah, yeah her window faces north and only gets light once a day mm-hmm. she goes to north africa and then the sun sets near the north near north korea that like this light is only coming into her life right as the sun is setting. Mm, yeah. Like, that totally, you're totally yeah. right. He, he also catches a glimpse of the light in this. The sex scene is just like good. And I don't know if it's like nice or really fucked up, which is great. <laughs> but he like catches the glint of light that comes into her house once a day yeah. as he's orgasming with her. Yeah. And just like also watches it fade and is distracted That's... from her mm-hmm. and what he's doing by like, Oh my God, just like that one moment of light and life and yeah. then just like back to darkness it's it's brutal super good oh, that's that's a whole you could write a whole paper analysis on it yeah <laughs> seriously yeah. uh yeah i think you know i am of the mindset that when there are like all these symbols put in yes you can interpret it any way that you want but there usually is like i think like an intent in a oh, certain direction yeah, yeah, right, definitely, definitely. Like, that was kind of the right one yeah <laughs> No. I feel like because you you that say that correct. and like literally so many things click into place. I'm like, then oh, it's you like got it. That yeah, was the that's that's, right. that yeah, is actually the correct answer to what to what all that means. You can find I'm sure many other beautiful meanings in all of it, but that is the source of it all. Right, that right. was like the original and correct meaning. <laughs> Shouts out every that one kid in every English class who would hear the correct and right meaning and go, I but I actually think it was this, and it's just what evidence oh, do you have? Yeah, no, also, one sure, half line also. that doesn't work with what you're talking about, and then no other evidence. <laughs> Either way, yeah. if you're gonna use those those powers to like make up shit, I like it better when they come up with weird theories. I love for, like, children's cartoon shows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's my preference personally. But totally, those all have meaning to me. Yeah. No, but I think it's fun. I just think it's fun to poke around in symbolism and think about like totally. Oh, I totally That's agree. Why it's there, yeah. Because then sometimes you're like, oh shit, Bazinga, dude, I got it. <laughs> I I read fucking Moby Dick. I read 800 pages of symbolism. I also like symbolism. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just with like postmodernist art. A lot of times, it's like, yes, symbolism is important, but also we should have a relationship with this that's mm-hmm. not purely based on symbols because that's more interesting to me. Yes, I could. Yeah, no, I could spiral out on that. On yeah. That. 
that that point. God, I would uh, never get out of there. Any, <laughs> any the <laughs> the last <laughs> thing with the murder, I think the the obvious like stripping off of all the clothes. Which also calls back the scene that he's remembering the greenhouse or imagining the greenhouse burning and he's a child. Yeah. Was it him or was it Ben? That I think is him because he talks about how when his dad left, he burned all of their um, stuff. stuff. Yeah. That's I was the first time I saw it completely in the dark as to who it was Mm because it was Ben, whatever, blah, blah. I, this time I'm like pretty sure it was Lee Jong-soo because, because the idea was put in his head. Like he's feeling and, to be honest, looking in Ben's head, I'm sure, is just a complete black void with a slow heartbeat that gets faster and faster until he has to fucking kill somebody. Like the bass <laughs> ring inside your chest. Yeah, the... Oh, my God. Oh, I hated that so much. Oh, he's my back multiple God. times, too. Yeah. He just in the garage when he's just fucking all touchy on Ben. He's like, you feel it. And I'm like, you're Sandra Death Warrant. You don't even care. <laughs> Love Which it. makes me also think like maybe it is a little like I know you think I'm doing it, so do it. It's... Do it, nerd. Do it, pussy. Do yeah. it, sissy boy. Come on, let's go. Like that level of just like kill me. Kill yeah. Me. Well that's yeah, I mean he didn't and seem he too upset does. by it. Yeah. Yeah. So And he gets he gets killed in his car and gets burnt along with the car. Yep. Just part of it, I think. Which is all but by the way, this is another giant one take. Like I think, yes. I think forty-five minutes of this movie are uninterrupted shots. <laughs> That's why I I read that that was all one take. After it was like, oh yeah, that was probably super. Yeah, super it was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this movie was super powerful. <laughs> if I would have realized that it was one take, <laughs> I didn't realize. Um, there is the only. This is just a nice like another example of just everybody doing stuff really well. Is the end. It's all cold. It's all snowy. It's all it starts snowing yeah. like during the murder. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the the last shot that's just the drive away from the scene, mm-hmm. it is all Lee Jong Su does not touch the windshield wipers until the very end of the movie. Like the last part of the shot of this movie is when he clears it up mm-hmm. and you can see his face again. I just loved that, like in such close proximity to that horrible violence and that like change in a person, it was you can't see my face. It's I'm a faceless like thing, and then as I'm coming out of it, like it revealing what he's actually expressing. It was just yeah. nice, like, I really like, cinematography. I really like the reflection of everything happening in, in the car oh, window, like, yeah. starting with Absolutely. the black smoke just a little bit until you yes. see the, the actual fire, like, only through the reflection. I thought that was all really nice. Yeah. When the orange starts to come in on that yeah. shot, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's very ha- it was very haunting. Hell, yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely haunting. That is, that is an end movie scene that you will not forget, yeah. or at least if you're me, you will never forget that sequence. 100%. Cool. Uh, is that did anything? Any final final thoughts before we move on out of here? Maybe this is a ghost skull alien. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still on Mister Cool. I it's yeah. It's it's, one, it's one of those one of those just like yep. You, I didn't really complain much about it. You know, I got lots of good things to say totally. about it. Don't didn't get that final oomph that would push me to. I gotcha. To be like, you have to watch this one. But, I'm, but to to the mass reveal that has been a reveal for three years. I'm a pretentious film bro, so I absolutely <laughs> fucking ate this shit up like candy. So, yeah. yeah. That's why I gave it. It would just be a safe one to... Yeah, if Everyone, you have any cinematography friends, just go... Just be like, yes, dude, Burning. That's my favorite yeah, movie. For real, for real. Any any cinema bro who's drunkenly like tr- hitting on you in a bar, just be Say like, burning. do you like Burning? And he'll either like... Huh? If he doesn't know what it is, he's done. You yeah. Get him out of there. <laughs> he said goodbye. Uh, um, there was one... 
this is just a brief thing, but I remember during when we were watching the movie, there's this, there's the club scene where it's another moving back and forth. Oh yeah. And at one point during that, Devin just went, "This movie's really well shot." <laughs> yeah, it's a very very pretty movie. <laughs> it is. I forgot about the club scene. I know that song. I love that song. The fucking just ridiculous fucking thumping. <laughs> Seems like fun in there. Man. Yeah. There's smoke. Oh my god. I don't know the situation oh, with smoke, so many smoking inside the club too. Like, oh, it's wild. It was so funny. It's so funny that you say that because during the club scene, I was just looking at like these dudes with super hot girls grinding on them, and it's like, <laughs> man, I wish I was like a person who likes clubs. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like they're having a lot <laughs> of fun like in a there. Great time. And I've it's, been to those clubs, and I hate it. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, but theoretically, you know, in, in the mind. Exactly. In the mind. Yeah, if you if you if you have a bunch of money. It, get the drink you can't even get the drinks when you're at those clubs it's so hard to get dude anything, you've got to be yeah. already you go in hammering out you'd be out yeah. to lunch already exactly yeah. you'd yeah. be in space before that's how you, you just that's, move so that's how you go clubbing there you go guys <laughs> we uh, would know. you're welcome <laughs> Devin. do you have anything you want to plug nope uh thank you sense uh, thank you to John from Eyes of Astoria for a theme song, Dead Walk, that you can hear at the beginning and probably probably some now as, as we're closing out. It's the same Almost song, assuredly. actually, and you can it's... listen to it on Spotify. It's the beginning and the end of that song, coincidentally. And the podcast is like the middle of it. Yeah, that's how I think about it. Uh, and thank you to Melanie for running her Instagram. I assume she's still doing stuff. I don't actually yes. check Instagram, so. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank Love you. Love that. She'll be back on soon. Hopefully, yeah. Sure. Uh, we want to shout out our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, on social medias, you can find them at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y Siblings, as in brother and sister. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BloodyStreamPod, and we will talk to you. Same bloody time. Same bloody channel. Or Tuesday. But not except sometimes on Tuesday. Sometimes but Tuesday. Usually just Monday. We'll probably be good most of the time. But like I just I just Unless could, it snows I just again. Y'all, I just didn't give a fuck. I don't know what you want from me. My last podcast, we did it for like two years straight. We didn't miss one. I don't give a fuck. All right, just because you don't give a fuck. It comes out. It'll probably be Monday. God I don't damn know. right. <laughs>